If you're looking for an in-depth, detailed, academic analysis of the past, devoid of any comedy or entertainment value presented by an educated historian with a PhD, this isn't the show for you. Hi, I'm Tawny Plattis, a professional voiceover actor who gives a very casual, very Southern Californian, and hopefully very comedic retelling of the sexy, scandalous, and salacious stories from history your teacher probably left out on my podcast, The Dirty Bits. Catch the show on tawnyvoice.com or anywhere podcasts are found. Chat soon, lovebug. The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day All the way from England to the USA The great song debate from yesterday and today The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy With the music we play The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your day all the way from England to the USA The great song debate from yesterday and today The Limey and the Yank are gonna rock your way Spreading the love, spreading the joy With the music we play Money, money, money. What else you got up your sleeve there, buddy? I like Rush, and I want to share this one, which is also, I guess I'm stuck in the 80s again this time, but yeah, it's the big money goes around the world. Yeah, that's my terrible impersonation of Rush. Oh, man. <laughs> well, that's a real thing that doesn't suck. <laughs> and I, I didn't say that, you said it, but yeah, go ahead, mate. <laughs> sometimes pushing people around, sometimes pulling up the rug, sometimes pushing up The big money. I love it. All right. You know, uh, Oasis did a, a great song about money, too. Put your money where your mouth is. You know, uh, the man I heard this one. Yeah, the Manchester group. Um, it's like put your money where your mouth. Your papa said he's really heading for judgment day on where you put your money. So, well, I wonder where they got that term. That's uh, an American figure of speech. It's a way of saying, hey, if you're going to talk tough to me, you better put your money where your mouth is. You better back it up with something, you know. Hey, I so, think you're full of it. Well, fine, I'll bet you. You know, that's a strong point you brought up because um, standing on the shoulder of giants, which in my mind was Oasis' best album that they ever made, uh, Liam was trying to figure out what he was going to call this album and he was playing around with a, a silver dollar uh, one day and on the side of it it says uh, standing on the shoulder of giants and huh. interesting that's how we uh, that's how we got the name uh, for the album that's pretty cool also yeah. really useful I mean standing on the shoulder of someone who isn't that tall isn't as helpful 
That's right. And for the listeners, I've never heard of uh, one of the best super groups in the world from Manchester. Oh, are, are they? Are they from Manchester? I, I. Yeah, we don't give me that crap. We have all, <laughs> we have all kinds of great stuff coming from Manchester. For those of you who are new to the show, we have mentioned Oasis multiple times because they happen to be from the Limey's hometown of Manchester. All right, a little bit from the album Standing on the Shoulder of Giants. Amazing. That is pretty cool. All right, big boy, get back into the Yankee mob. What other Yanks have brought out money songs? I'm stepping away from the 80s, I promise. I'm going to regress a little. I'm going back to the 70s. Another really fun song, which is more about kind of a, a Bonnie and Clyde style crime spree, is the Steve Miller band, Take the Money and Run. That is awful. I can't believe you did that. That yes. was on one of my best uh -huh. picks. Stop and I love, I love that. Steve Miller's one of my all-time picks. But we can maybe share the pick because I was going to talk about what a great song and what a great story, right? Yeah. Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Yep. <laughs> right? They went on a rampage and they started robbing just for the sake of money. I mean, what a great storyteller Steve Miller was, you know, us. Still is. Sorry, Steve. I know you're still around. No connection um, to the Woody Allen film of the same name. No, no, but fantastic. Ooh, take the money and run. That is a great choice. <laughs> All right. Let's, Let's play a little bit. Awesome, buddy. Awesome. This is a story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Two young lovers with nothing better to do. Sit around the house, get high and watch it too. And here's what happened when they decided to cut loose. They headed down to Google El Paso. I swear they ran into a great. Cool. All right, so now it's your turn. You better put your money where your mouth is, partner. All right. I love Kanye West and Jamie Foxx. And one of my favorite songs that Kanye did is Gold Digger. Oh, yeah. Um, can I play the radio-friendly version of that? Why is it a bit naughty? A bit naughty, but nice? I really try to avoid the use of the N-word in any context if I can. It's just not that good. It can be a trigger. Maybe I'm too innocent, but I, I didn't hear the uh, N-word in that. But, yeah, we can... Uh, yeah, of course we have to censor, keep it nice and clean. There's a certain to... word that rhymes with, now I ain't saying she's a gold digger. Right. Carry on. No. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he's been paying alimony for 18 years. Um, well, no, I'm not trying to dis devalue the song, because, yeah, there are some times where you may have someone who's taking advantage of you and they want a sugar daddy and, you know, but... Uh, and I know that that's what the song's about. 
So I'll probably play the cleaner version of it. Yeah, Gold Digger, that's way over town. It is Fantastic. a really good I love song. It. It's got a great beat to it. Plus, do you ever remember that video? I must admit, uh, this is a dirty bit sync. It's hot and sexy and a great video too, if anyone hasn't seen it out there. And Jamie Foxx is the backup in that too. Not only a great actor, but he can sing too, man. Yeah, he's doing that high falsetto, isn't he? She yeah. Gave money. She gave money. You can't reach that high up. You're not good of a singer or not good enough. Or All right. I'm just not going to try. All right, let's hear My pants aren't tight enough for that, mister. This isn't, the 80s. <laughs> this isn't designer jeans. All right, Don't a little bit of the way. PG, PG version of Gold Digger. Let's hear a little bit. Lopez, four kids, and I gotta take all they bad to show this. Okay, get your kids, but then they got their friends. I pulled up in the bins, they all got a bin. We all went to den, and then I had to pay. If you f***ing with this girl, then you better be paid. You know why? Take too much to touch her. From what I heard, she got a baby, my buster. My best friend said she used to f with Usher. I don't care what none of y'all say, I still love her. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. Awesome. That is a really good song. That was his really huge breakout hit. I mean, he had other stuff, but that was the one that really got on the map and got played. That's that's the one everyone remembers him from. That's the job. Yep. All right. Well, I can't come back and do Steve Miller because you picked it, and that's one of the best songs about Take the Money and Run. Um, so you have an American artist next or an English artist. What you got? Why, yes, I do. I have one that's all about money, and you probably didn't think of it, and yet everybody knows this song. I'm going to see if this one made your list. I'm going to go back to the 70s again, and I'm going to bring up a classic. I want to bring up the song The Gambler by Kenny Rogers. No, I mean, is that a true song about money? Of course it is. Because he's got no one to hold him, no one to fold him, no one to walk away, no one to run. You never count your money while you're sitting at the table. Okay, okay. Be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. <laughs> I love well, I know, I don't know that song at all. Can we play a little bit? Let, let's play yeah, a little bit. Awesome. And ask me for a light. And the night got deathly quiet. And his face lost all expression. Said if you're gonna play the game, boy, you gotta learn to play it right. You got to know when to hold it. How fun is that? I don't know. I mean, that, that got played a lot on the radio in the 1970s. It was a fun song. Oh, yeah, and it was a fun movie, too. I love the movie, The Gambler. Yep. All right, I gave my part. What do you got? Holla Notes. She's a rich girl. Aha! Uh -huh. But you can't now, is, really... she, is she a gold digger? Well, well she's she... rich. Her boyfriend's telling her she, she can't really rely on the, the old man's money. There you go. Because she won't get too far anyway. That is also another classic from the 70s. All right, let's hear this. And as an added bonus, we're not giving you Daryl Hall. We're not giving you John Oates. We're giving you Hall and Oates. Two for one. <laughs> 
and the fisherman sells the seven seas to catch the finest fish release. And the fisherman sells the seven seas to catch the finest fish release. And the fisherman. Hey, that's my salmon. I saw it first. No, it's, it's my salmon. You always want the biggest fish, you yanks. That's not true. Give it to me. Hey, 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 hey. Stop fighting. Fight over the music, but don't fight over the salmon. There's plenty of salmon to go around. That's why I sail the seven seas to find the finest fish for thee. It's Sven, the fisherman. Hi, I'm Eric, the Viking. Sven sent me. Seven seas salmon is tender and delicious. It's packed with wonderful flavors and spices for each unique fish. If it's available at your local grocery store, ready to use and enjoy, it's convenient and simple, and the main ingredient is deliciousness. That's why Sven, my friend, he sails the seven seas to catch the finest fish for thee. Seven sea salmon is tender and delicious, packed with wonderful flavors and spices for each unique fish. Available at your local grocery store, ready to use Spend and enjoy. Convenient, simple, and the main ingredient, deliciousness. That's why I sail the seven seas to catch the finest fish for the you know, it's funny, it was in the 80s, kind of like the movie Wall Street, which was a, a very great movie, but uh, a very super superficial movie, too, with, uh, you know, Michael Douglas playing Gecko. I think it was and, part of what uh, made it great, but go on. Yeah, but I was going to say, you know, the subject is money. And, you know, in his speech in front of all the people, you know, I talked about money is great. Greed is good. Would you agree with greed being good? I think that's one. I think that particular Wall Street Gordon Gecko thing is going to be used forever and ever. People referred to that at the dot-com bubble burst. They refer to that at the Great Recession. It's just going to be one of those things people drag out from time to time and say, hey, yeah, sure, this is what, this is what you got. Greed is good. Uh-huh. But it's funny because the 80s were a huge economic boom. So, of course, greed was good. But the point of the movie was deliberately to say, why no, it actually isn't. It's just there's a whole bunch of people who believe that it's okay to be greedy if it gets you the money. The new law of evolution in corporate America seems to be survival of the unfittest. Well, in my book, you either do it right or you get eliminated. In the last seven deals that I've been involved with, there were 2.5 million stockholders who have made a pre-tax profit of $12 billion. Thank you. I am not a destroyer of companies. I am a liberator of them. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Greed clarifies, cuts through, and captures the essence of the evolutionary spirit. Greed in all of its forms. Greed for life, for money, for love, knowledge, 
has marked the upward surge of mankind and greed, you mark my words, will not only save Teldar paper, but that other malfunctioning corporation called the USA. Thank you very much. Okay, whose turn is it? I do believe it would be my turn. Okay, go on, I'll let you take your turn. Okay. As long as, you, as long as you keep on being nice to me. Sure, I'm going to be really nice to you by stealing one of yours right now. <laughs> I'm going to talk about a song by the Pet Shop Boys called Opportunities. That's my pick. How did I miss that? <laughs> Was that an 80s tune? I just knew that would be yours. Yeah, that was an 80s, uh, like late 80s, early 90s maybe, but yeah. Okay. Let's I got the brains up. and you got the looks. Let's make lots of money. I love that song and the video. Yeah, it's lots of fun. Let, let's play a little bit of that so people can hear because it is a good song. There you go. Yeah, was that Dusty Springfield backing up? I think it was. Or if it wasn't, she was definitely in one of the recordings what they did. She did a song with them. I'm not sure if that's the one. I just don't recall off the top of my head. All right. Hey, let's okay. ask Mr. Internet. Can we ask Mr. Internet? Sure, let's ask and see. Make sure we have our facts right. All right, hang on. Let's take a look. Pet shop boys dusty old record collection no dusty spring field stop that autocorrect no they did what have i done to deserve this what have i done what have i done to deserve this yeah i got the wrong song but i knew she she was back up in one of the songs yep course, brilliant voice absolutely brilliant good choice pet shop boys i love them classic group had quite a few hits and great videos in the I, 80s. I don't yeah. think they're American. They sound like they might be English. Well, most of the great groups are English. You know that by now. And talking about great groups from England, how about ELO? Oh, yeah. What do you e got? You got something e from ELO? Easy money. Easy money. Yeah. You only cared when you needed money. And it's, they talk about the bank of love. But enough about me talking. But you and other people which haven't heard, and of course everybody loves the Electric Light Orchestra with Jeff Lynn. Uh, let's have a little sample of that. Yeah, let's play Easy Money. All right. 
You know, so, you never give me your money. You only give me your funny papers. <laughs> you know what? There's so many songs out there about money, uh, the good or the evil about it. It's pretty amazing. I mean, we could have done three programs just discussing all the hits and the songs about money, buddy. And you would think money would be mono-minded, but it's actually been kind of fun to wander around and talk about things like appreciating the people who do hard work for you, not just the money, but the thanks for that, about greed, about love. I mean, do you really love someone or do you love their money more? Oh, yeah. But a good song is a great song, no matter what the lyrics, but it's a really interesting subject. And I guess to close out, I guess I have to ask the Yank, me being English and you being American. Well, I'm English-American, so I've got the best of both worlds. What's your philosophy on, on money? You know, uh, I mentioned I'm not going to wax political, but there was a political figure in the news recently who has often talked about wealth being something that's not necessarily a fair system. But at the same time, it was found out that this person was wealthy themselves. And it occurred to me as I thought this over that there's nothing wrong with being wealthy. Being rich is kind of something we all strive for. It's an ambition. It's not about how much you have. It's about what you do with it. So for example, yeah, maybe he has some money, but that doesn't mean that he's not allowed to have been prosperous or made some, you know, made lots of money. It's okay. But what do you do with that? Look at Bill yeah. Gates trying to end malaria worldwide. He's got tons of money. Oh yeah. But all those, all those great billionaires clubs, yeah. like he's brought up, uh, they give half the billions away. I don't know if you can like say it's political when you, uh, you, you view your personal approach on what you feel about money. Um, well, it gets political when you have people that talk about, well, you earned so much money that it's not fair. I should have some of your money. And no, well, see, that's wrong always talk about, well, okay, well, well, where should the money go? Should it help people out? Yeah. Is that too much helping people out? Should everybody be given a certain amount of money or should you have to earn every nickel? And that's, that's where it gets really into some hot debates, depending who you talk to. Yeah, I'm going to stop you right you? there. Huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop you right there because... That's one of my philosophies is, and someone said it and it stuck with me, and living in a free world, which I love, and I never want to live in a different one, if all the money was equally divided and went into the same pockets, I believe within a year or two, it would probably be back in the same pockets as it is with the people that have a lot things still tend to gravitate towards some people having more than others. But the question is how wide should the gap get before we say that's not right? Oh yeah, but I do, you know, the rich are getting richer. I don't know if the poor, but it's good. And my, my opinion on that in life is everybody has different buckets. Some people have bigger buckets full of more money. Some people have medium buckets. I think I'm a medium guy myself. I have a and feeling that Madonna people, has to hire people to carry her buckets. <laughs> she has her own bucket brigade. Yeah. And some people have small buckets. But my philosophy in life and wealth is, and the way I feel, even if I have a medium bucket, if your bucket is full, who cares about anybody else's bucket, whether it's bigger or smaller? Because the people with bigger buckets, it may not be full. But in my life, 
my bucket is full. How big's your bucket, buddy? Well, that's a very personal question, but to be honest with you, in life, I like to try not to grow to the size of my tank. Well, I was always leave you... a little room to swim around in. <laughs> I, I was hoping you was going to tell me so I could maybe catch a, a loan off you or something. Because you know, yeah, I've got a kid in college money. and I just bought a house. That's not a very big bucket anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great stuff, buddy. I enjoyed this so much, and I hope all our listeners did too. Oh, and me too. But remember, everybody, the best things in life are free. But you can keep them for the birds and bees, so give me money. <laughs> but okay, I so we got a greed is good camp here as well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Great subject, great music about money. Money, the superficial program. I don't know if you should call it that, but depends like what you look at. But it can be good or bad, or it can be the root of all evil, or it can be a blessing. It depends how you use it and the way you give it and the way you earn it, too. So let's all keep it superficial out there, kids. Let's stay, uh, shove me in the shallow water before I get too deep. <laughs> Wait, that's a whole different song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could, like I say, we could do another program all about this. Yep. All right, Yang. It's been great talking. It's been a great show. I love it. And Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. And for all our listeners out there, we love feedback. We love comments. And we love your thoughts on any money songs. We can't bring them all up. But like we said before, you may have some that you'd like to share with us. And we'd love to hear from you. And thank you all so very, very much. Keep the great ideas coming, folks, and we will keep producing episodes. Uh, thanks for all our listeners. You are wonderful, and we love you, each and every one of you. So, That's right. So bye, everybody. Goodbye from the Limey. And goodbye from the Yank. Have to end it now, folks. I'm Steve Atkins, the Limey, and I'm off to my favorite pub for a pint. So I'm closing up the mic. And I'm Blake Bennett, the Yank, and I don't know about these pints, but I am going to have my favorite beverage in a perfectly American standardized sized can. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show and keep an eye out for us because we got more on the way. See ya.